Okay, welcome to We Are No Alma, the mental health podcast. I am Paige Whalen, your host, and today I am with my good friend Gail. Hi, Gail. Hey. How are you doing today? I'm all right. Been better. (laughs) Been better. (laughs) Is this your first podcast? It is, yeah. Are you excited? I'm a little anxious. A little anxious? A little anxious, but shouldn't be too bad. Cool. Well, thanks for being on today. Um, you guys, we are, as you know, campaigning for our nonprofit organization. We are trying to raise $10,000. So far, we have raised eighteen. Yeah, y'all are doing a great job. Please Ooh. keep it up. <laughs> $18. Yeah, keep doing your accountability jars, you guys. Little steps. Little steps. So what that's going to do... Um, every dollar is going to go towards starting an actual nonprofit organization. That means that you guys are the founders of a nonprofit that's going to be helping people who are going through difficult situations with mental health. It's going to help them um, receive resources for aid, people or situations like psychiatric emergency services where people don't know that you can go there if you're between insurances to get medication. We want to start um, actively pursuing projects like that so gail thanks for being with us again yeah no problem. why do you want to be on the podcast today how did you find about out about wanna um well I've, you showed it to me <laughs> what do you like about it um i don't know i feel like there's always a need for people to go against so, like certain establishments, certain constructs, because if you don't, there's never going to be any change. Exactly. And that's one of the only ways people will actually listen. That's true. Are you afraid of talking about openly what you've been diagnosed with or anything like that? Um, in this particular situation? Mm-hmm. Like, what are your boundaries today? Um, I'll talk generally, but I don't want to get into too many specifics. Cool. Yeah. Like, generally being... I'm okay with saying what my um, condition, my issues are. Diagnoses are? Diagnoses. (laughs) (laughs) We were talking about Harry Potter earlier. (laughs) Najiri? No, that's sushi. One of the kids at the place I work, and I always have a ton of funny stories, but uh, she came up and she was telling me and my coworker about how she was married to Lord Voldemort. <laughs> and she goes to all the Harry Potter book signings because they have that new thing out now, like the new books that are coming. And she was telling me... I love me, that J.K. Rowling is not R.I.P. I know, it's great. And she was telling me about how her Lord Voldemort had to, to like, move Nagini out of their house I or out of their Lord apartment Voldemort. and into a house because she was getting too big. She was... She was, she was on it. it. Oh, yeah. She loves it. I love Harry Potter. Okay, you guys. Before we hop into the Wanna Weigh-In, please send us your emails. If you have any questions or comments about the organization, our email is wearenoalamo at gmail.com. And I want to give a shout-out to Justa uh, for sending this in. He says, I'm so happy that you're doing this. Mental health is super important. It's one of the biggest epidemics affecting the human race that's vastly misunderstood by the majority of the country. I've struggled with my own mental health issues and health anxieties, and all the research I've done just proves that we don't know much about it or what causes it. Considering that our reality is only contained inside of our brain, it's frustrating that more work hasn't been done on this issue. 
I found reprieve in mindful practices, yoga, conscious living, meditation, etc. And I hope there will be better access to these types of coping skills in the future. Good on you for pursuing this, and I fully support any efforts on raising awareness or conducting more research on this topic. So thank you so much, Jessica, for that shout-out. I hope that you find what you are looking for because we found each other on a dating app. <laughs> but it's a networking app, everybody. <laughs> you know, you just do Shout what out. you gotta do. You do what you gotta do with the resources you have. Yep. And you know what? Make the it's best of it. Good as any. But yeah, I like what he said about the reprieve. We were talking about earlier that you just started getting into pole fitness. Pole fitness? Yeah. You <laughs> say pole. What's PC? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but it's... it's what is it like? How did you start doing that? So my mom actually does it. She's certified as a teacher. I literally almost spit my wine all over my computer. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's been doing it for six years. One hot mama. She's amazing. Go, mama, go. <laughs> um, and then I finally decided... After I couldn't go to my other gym because there was a negative interaction there that I needed to do something. And this would be body positive. It would be like, again, what you were saying last time about how it would keep me accountable. Yeah. So I can't do anything because there's going to be people around me looking. Right. And what that means is I, speaking on my own behalf, have a history of self-harming with this is Paige, by the way. By cutting and burning myself, and that's when I knew um, that I had to go back to the hospital this previous time. So I'm going to join a class like that just to Do hold it. myself accountable just yeah. because you have to wear, like, what did you say, booty shorts? You, uh, like, well, blah, blah. you can do it in leggings, but the further up you go, the less or the more skin you need because you yeah. need that contact. How much does it cost? Um, a membership is... I think it's a hundred dollars a month. Seriously? Yeah, like a group on. There's Groupons for it, dude. I'm just gonna try it once and see if I can go. If you're because busy tonight, joke. you can come and watch. Really? Yeah. I wanna go. What time? Uh, it starts at six fifteen. Everybody, I'm gonna edit this podcast and then I'm gonna go to a body positive pole class. Yeah, that'll be my mastery. <laughs> yeah, I made friends. You made friends? Yeah. Yay! Right. Everybody, Gail made friends. <laughs> I know. This makes like what three? Yeah, <laughs> three friends. It's oh, a, hi, William. It's a work in progress. Oh my goodness, that tail. Oh, <laughs> William, everybody, take your call off. Dog hi dog. Oh my gosh. Okay. Pause. It's so exciting. Crying out to the side. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, what doing? Please go away, puppies. Give we me, love you. Give me the food. Give me the food. Give me the food. <sighs> okay. What were we saying before? Why is bazapodity? <laughs> Why is bazapodity <laughs> so important to people with MI, Gail? Um, so I, at least in my humble opinion, I feel like if you can start to accept who you are physically, that's a step towards accepting who you are mentally because you can control your body to a degree, but outside of that, you just have to accept and go with it because you like eating disorders, anything like that isn't sustainable. No, it's not. And Gail and I were talking earlier. Like, I saw her. I haven't seen her in a couple months. And I was like, you look so good. We're like, yeah. Our weight's up. 
Yeah, I've been working really hard towards it. Because depression's the worst diet ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, eating disorders are a no bowl fun. of cornflakes. Oh. A bowl of depressed, angry cornflakes. No sugar, whole yeah. salt. <laughs> Just squares of cardboard. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. I missed you. Do you ever miss IOP ever? Uh, I miss the... Um, it's intensive outpatient for y'all in the know. That's where I met Gail. I met IOP. Woo! Hello. Um, I miss the structure. So when I got my job again, I noticed my mental health was getting better because I have to be somewhere I am accountable for yeah. keeping these children safe. And if I'm not there, then well, I Do you want to explain control. a little bit about what you do? So I work at a child care facility. I work with three-year-olds currently. I wipe butts on a daily basis. The baby booty. Yeah, exactly. There's lots of accidents, lots of spilling water, lots of screaming bloody murder. And you're holding it together? So, I've, like, I went to the place as a camper from 6 to 12, and then I worked there as an assistant until I was legal, and now I'm back. And so it's a very comfortable, safe space for me because I've got all those fond childhood memories attached to it. Yeah. And so despite thinking that I would be super anxious, having to be around parents and screaming like, children, screaming children, wiping butt. Oh, I don't care about that. <laughs> Man, I don't, I've done is so that much the worse. easy part? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. The hard part is making them understand that what they do has a consequence. Oh yeah, like the good and. Yeah, the good, the bad, the sharing is very difficult because. Be honest, like, who wants to share? No one wants to share. I don't want to share, but in a room full of, like. How many friends do you have? Three? Whenever one of my friends says they're hanging out with someone else, I'm like, why? (laughs) (laughs) Why you don't love me? Why don't you love me more? Please, no. That makes sense, though. I've really. How do you go about, like, going to your job? You said that it's the structure that you love. What about those days when you're just, like, really depressed and it's really hard to just get up? I have made bonds with my coworkers. I've known them for years. I've known them since I was a little kid, some of them. That's really cool, actually. It's amazing. So I know they're there to support me, and I'm, I try my very best to be there for them. I try and help out in any way I can. Yeah. And I... I feel appreciated because I I try I try really hard there and That's every once in a while deal. someone points it out and I'm like oh hey yes thanks yes I love it I'm dying inside today oh my but god but like like you were saying before you said you're having a hard time I've been in a similar boat but it seems like whenever we are having a hard time that's when we reach out and I think we need to do a better job of like reach out when we're Okay. Yeah, because if you preemptively reach out, you can keep yourself from sinking below exactly. the midline of stability. Yeah, and I was talking to my, my old roommate from the hospital yesterday, and she was like, I'm a tech now. It's so crazy being on the opposite end of the wall. And I was like, Oof. that is so crazy. Yeah. Because how many times have you been in the hospital? Oh, I've been hospitalized, I want to say six times. Six times? Five or six. Okay, so I'm two. How many voluntary and involuntary, if you don't mind me asking? Um, so the first time was voluntary. Most of them have been voluntary, because I hit rock bottom. I realize I hit rock bottom, and then I can't get myself out, and then I'm like, someone help. I'm too dark deep. Yeah, exactly. I'm lying on the ground, I just want to sleep all day. Yeah. Please. 
So right. how do you get up out of that? Um, it's just you think of your support system and like. Honestly, I've I've focused on my art. You did? Yeah, I've gotten way more into it. Everyone, you're going to love her art. We're gonna put some up on Instagram. Check it out for sure. Yeah, it's very exciting. She did a lot of like self soothe art things in group therapy. Oh, and we yeah. did mastery and self soothe on another podcast. So it's, y'all go listen. You know what it is. It's always art. It's always art. Because I feel like with art, it, at least for my art, I'm not the best artist in the world. I'm not going to say. A judgment. Well, like if you sit around, <laughs> if you com- everything is comparable, right? Right. Touché. Everything is comparable. Yeah. So maybe I'm not as good as I want to be, but I know that. I pour what I feel and what I need to get out onto this paper, and sometimes it's happy, and sometimes it's really fucking dark. Mm-hmm. And I've found that being able to share my art is helping immensely because people will pick up on what you're trying to express. It's a feeling, right? Yeah. I never felt art before until I was older, and I was more self-aware because I was just too cold. Mm. I think. And I thought artists were just funny duddies. <laughs> we are funny duddies. <laughs> we're fabulous funny duddies. See, that painting, I'm pointing at a picture in the kitchen for all you podcast listeners. Was it the flower? Uh-huh. Yeah? The shape of color. Oh, my youngest sister, Ellis, did that. Shout out, Ellis. Yeah, that's... All right. It's a flag. Yeah. She did a lot of other stuff in here, too. Nice. Which is pretty hilarious. Okay, everybody, it's time for Wanna Weigh In. I think it worked. It did? <laughs> Maybe. It's time for one away in. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That'll work. Yeah. <laughs> okay, everybody. So today we're going to talk about the history of Wana. Surprise. Ideas are never new. So according to Wikipedia, yes, I am about to read this to you because it is insane. So there was this group called We Are Not Alone. Hashtag Wana. No, I'm just kidding. There was no hashtags in the 1940s. Anyway, it was founded by a group of patients at Rockland State Hospital in New York and is now the Rockland Psychiatric Center. And they were founded in the mid to late 1940s and continue to meet as an ex-patient group, kind of like we are right now. Except in the 40s, podcast was called a radio, I think. <laughs> and their goal is to provide support and advice and help Others make the difficult transition from the hospital to the community. By the early 1950s, Wana dissolved after it was taken over by mental professionals who transformed it into Fountain House, um, which is a psychosocial rehabilitation service for people leaving state mental institutions. So I was very surprised whenever this came up because, geez, Wana, I thought everyone was going to think it's marijuana, honestly. But it's a nice little, like, do you want to help? Do you want to know you're not alone? Do you want to know that you can have more than three friends that you meet out of group therapy kind of thing? What do you think about there was another Wana before called We Are Not Alone? Now it's We Are No Alamo because it's funny name, serious organization. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean... It's amazing to see what people can do when they get together. And it's... Even even though... Okay, sorry. Okay. Even though... It's actually 10 cents, by the way. Okay. <laughs> that should be your sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
I think that even though it may be at the same or similar idea that bringing it up again is never a bad idea. I mean, the more you bring something up, the more it's likely to be on the human conscience. Like, people are going to think about it more. It might have been a well and living principle back then, but then bringing it up again nowadays may bring up different kinds of answers. There's more scientific backing. Or scientific backing, yes, but also just the social nature of acceptance. I think that people, especially like, how old are you? 19. 19. So I'm 29. So there's a decade age difference between Gail and I, but the conversation's the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people want to talk about mental health and all of its nooks and crannies and blood and gore, but also like the nice parts, which is we're reaching out for help when we need it. And we're learning that we can have fun sometimes. And we're still human. Like we're We deserve to be human. okay. We deserve to be okay. Thank you. What do you mean by that? Please expand. Because I need to hear this. For me, happiness <laughs> it's is... for me. Happiness cannot yeah. always be the goal. I think stabilizing, being okay, is a good goal. Like, maybe you're not going to be the best, but being okay, being good enough, is very important. Good enough is fine. Yeah, it's absolutely great. It means you're alive. Yeah. You're good. And I'm really proud of you for getting that job, dude. Cheers. <sighs> Cheers. And that you like it. Okay, so before we wrap up, what do you want to leave the audience with, Gail? Mm. Just focus on trying to be okay. Like, yeah. you're never going to be perfect. No one's perfect. Just focus on that being okay. And maybe try bringing it up with friends, at least a little bit. Because if you can start bringing it into conversations with friends, then that brings a whole new facet to the relationships you can have. Yeah. You can have so much more of a deep connection when you can be completely laid bare to someone. I like how you put that. And that's not going to be with everyone. Maybe pick, like, one person to start with. And don't you don't have to lay out everything. But at least oh, try and open up a little more. Yeah, not like emotional gymnastics. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. I have had a problem with that in the past just because if I meet someone I really like them, I just want them to know everything about me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? I do that too. It's like, and then you overwhelm the person and then you get hurt. Yeah. Because you're like, but I thought you liked me. That's why all I told you. All of me. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> not like all of me. No. Do your coworkers know anything about like your background, do they just? Um, I've I try and keep that a little bit separate from work. Like I can bring yeah, it up, but same. I can't. You can't talk about that thing around like three year old children. They're gonna be like, right? You know what I'm talking. About. <laughs> You're sick. So Daisy, about that snake. Um, it's in my brain, and uh, it's not fun. Exactly. Daisy sitting there like, yes, Gail, I understand. Okay. She's like a little Stewie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Go, go, Gail. <laughs> Be, I wish I could do a Stewie right? impression. Oh, say, mama, mom, mom, mama, mommy, mommy, mom. I like to pretend my dog says that. Ah, oh my gosh, everybody. Gail has a dog named Winnie. I do. I want to call her Winifred so bad. It's Winona. Winona. For Beetlejuice. Okay, you guys, thank you so much again for listening to We Are No Alamo, the mental health podcast. Remember, you are not alone because we are no Alamo. Alamo. Yay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.